What's going on, everybody? My name is Ryan. And I'm Jordan. And we are the Country Music Critic. This is our final episode for season one. Yes, sir. Ten in the book. And I'm telling you what, we've got a very exciting, very informational episode coming up. Yeah, there's a lot of information coming your way about the upcoming CMA 55th annual CMA Awards. Yes, which is taking place November the 10th, which is on a Wednesday night, as always. A little fun fact, since we're talking about the nights, and it kind of plays into uh, the things that you like. Did you know that the dates used to land on a Monday or Tuesday night, but Game 7 of the World Series always beat the ratings, so they had to move the show. Yeah, yeah. well, it should beat the ratings because, you know, well. it's hard to get a Game 7. That's that's the most exciting two words in sports, Game 7. So is that like the climate, like the Super Bowl of baseball? Yeah, it's the World Series. It's the... It's the championship, and if it goes to a game seven, whoever wins wins it. Okay, yeah, I don't, I don't know much about sports, so I got. They're not going to have to worry about losing my views <laughs> for that. That's for sure. I'd never even heard of the CMA Awards. Was always watch baseball. So I got you. Well, it's every <laughs> November, so uh, it's been going on since 1967, and the first award show wasn't even on TV. It was at the Matisbal Auditorium in Nashville. That was where the very first one was. Then uh, 1968, uh, it was filmed, but later put on TV, which that that's only happened twice. Since 1969, the award show has been live. NBC controlled it from 1969 to 1971, then over to CBS from 1972 to 2005. ABC took over in 2006 and are still producing the show. Uh, Another cool fact is from 1968 to 1974, it was always filmed at the Ryman Auditorium, which there's so much history there as it is. And then you take all these artists and stand there on a big night, you know. It just adds that much more history to the Mother Church of Country Music. Yeah. It is an amazing place to watch a concert. Yes. You know, I've never been to the Grand Ole Opry, but me and my grandmother attended a few shows at the actual Ryman. And it is. It, that was the first time that I actually seen Waylon Jennings. I was in the eighth grade. That was around 2001, I believe, maybe 2000. My dad took me, had some extra tickets, and like we were like six roll to sixth row to Waylon Jennings. It's really cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yes, I've never was. been to the you know Grand Ole Opry either. I have been to the Ryman. Who'd you see there? Crows. Really? I did. Saw the Counting Crows at the Ryman. I'm a fan of their music. They had some really good music themselves. It was good, but they didn't play Mr. Jones. Really? Yeah. You would think that that would be like one that would like definitely be in the set list. That's like their their most famous song. It's not my favorite song that they sing, but it 
it's like their most famous song. So it didn't really bother me when they didn't play it, but I wanted to hear it, but because I didn't hear it, it didn't really bother me. But, uh, but yeah, everybody, everybody else in the crowd was a little upset about it. Yeah. I think he later said in an interview, he said, it's just beating the ground and they play it every night. And sometimes they get asked to play it multiple times a night and he said, it just gets old. So, well, that's like Eric church has a song, uh, tomorrow I'm taking me fishing. And of course you hear it on the album and it is phenomenal. And I've seen him twice perform the song. One of the times it was jazzy. And then the other time it didn't even sound like the song. So I guess they do kind of get burnt out, but you know, that that's why they make the big bucks too. I mean, we, we paid to buy the song. We would love to hear the song, you know? Right. Yeah. So, guess it's kind of a catch 22. Yeah. So from 1975 to 2004, it was held at the grand old Opry, the new house 2005. They moved it to Madison square garden and that didn't go over too well with country fans, but it was something new. 2006, they come to Bridgestone Arena, and it's been there ever since until the pandemic. Uh, 2020, they had it at the Music City Center. So, a lot of changes. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got to. You got to you gotta continue to uh, change with time, and it's consistently went to a, you know, a larger venue. Right. So. You know, back back then, you know, it was kind of hard to get in. And nowadays, you can actually buy tickets to go see it, which I think that'd be pretty cool. And I can't really remember, but I'm almost positive that I attended, I think it was the CMT Awards, and it was pretty cool to see. <laughs> so, the first ever Entertainer of the Year winner in 1967 was a guy by the name... Eddie Arnold. Hmm. He his big smash hit was "Make the World Go Away." He was also named the Tennessee Plowboy. He had fifty-seven singles and nineteen number ones in the year nineteen forty-eight, which is just crazy. He had nine songs in the top ten. Five of those went number one, all within the same time frame, which. Uh, I could see kind of why he won Entertainer of the Year because he quit playing the Grand Old Opry, went back home, started his own Opry TV show, and the ratings competed against the Grand Old Opry. So it kind of did make him Entertainer of the Year, you know? Yeah. He was also placed in the Country Music Hall of Fame in 1996, or 1966. At that time, he was the youngest to ever do so. So he was inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame the year before he wins Entertainer of the Year. I just thought that was fascinating. Since, you know, he's the first guy to ever carry the most sought-after award. Yeah. But before we get too deep into this, I want to go ahead on the record and say that these award shows... They they do not make me want to buy that person's music. The only thing that I think these award shows do is help the artists raise their price. And, of course, yeah, it feels good to get an award or a plaque on the wall. 
for a project that you've done. But these award shows do not determine if I'm a fan of that artist or not. So, right. You know, at the end of the day, it's cool to have, but there's a lot of phenomenal artists that have never won nothing. I wonder if it's kind of like it is in sports. Like, you know, you, you have a contract with a team, just like a musician has a contract with a record label. And if a player, you know, makes an all-star team, you know, they get a bonus. If they win like a silver slugger award or a gold glove, they get a bonus. Or if they win the world series, they get a bonus. Wonder if they win an award, if they get a bonus from the record label. Well, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because that does play into the next statement that I'm about to make. And it's kind of funny because we didn't even stage that part of it. No, we didn't. (laughs) So from July 1st of 2020 to June 30th, 2021, that is the time frame that you can be um, voted on. So there's 7,300 voters and you can actually, yourself and i'm trying to work on that for us because if we're going to have a country music show i want to see how we can become a person that gets to vote so back to what you were saying record labels uh and this leaks from what bobby bones said is they trade votes they all team up like a whole record label will decide okay we're going to cast all of our votes for this artist and then they'll ask the the other record label, hey, we'll vote your guy for Entertainer of the Year if you'll vote for our Song of the Year and our Male Artist of the Year. So there is a lot of trading that goes on like that. Now, far as money-wise, I'm sure without a doubt, if you take an artist who is now the Female Artist of the Year, She's gonna jump anywhere from ten to twenty more thousand dollars a night to yeah. her. Yeah, because that's a marketing oh, tool right there. You can uh, come see the reigning female vocalist of the year. Right, right. Yeah. Overnight, that price goes up overnight. Yeah, it does. So, in the last, I pulled the history on female entertainer of the year. There's only been seven female in the entire span of the uh, Taylor Swift she won it 2009 and 2011 but from what I've seen which I'm looking right now Drell was the only artist female artist to win it back to back years yeah now Taylor Swift is also the second female artist to win it twice, but not back-to-back. Right. Now, on the male side, Kenny Chesney and Alabama have been the only people that have won it three years in a row. Now, Mr. Garth Brooks has won it seven times. And, of course, that's been noted as his uh, lucky number. And he also took so much hate over the two... Two thousand nineteen win that he let everybody know stop voting for me, <laughs> which is which is crazy, yeah. because I mean he's Garth Brooks, but I guess he kind of got tired of all the hate, and even Eric Church, the 
weekend after Garth won, of course, Eric, he, he deserved it too. He worked his ass off. He was performing in Washington, D.C., and he does the cover, Are You Sure Hank Done It This Way? And in the verse of that song, he says, and I know Garth didn't do it this way. So he was kind of, you know, pissed off that you have somebody like Garth. Now, Garth, like I said, seven times. But at the end of the day, within that time frame, the artist may be earning it, you know? Yeah. For sure. So, back to 2019 of Garth playing it. It's really something that you need to check out because he performs a song which is called Ask Me How I Know. And Garth was so cool to do this. He brought out Mitch Rosell, which I've mentioned before, the guy who wrote the song, uh, to sing it with him on the award show, which was, I mean... How cool does that get? You know what yeah, I mean? That's pretty cool. Yeah. So out of 7,300 people, uh, that's how the vote is made. You know, sometimes uh, after I've watched award shows, I'm like, how the, who the hell voted them in? Well, no. you know, 7,300 people. And it actually goes through like a three-phase deal. So it's almost as uh, rigorous as the politicians. So like, Round one, CMA members can nominate one act in each category in their first ballot as eligibility acts that receive 10 or more votes can become an official nominee. And those move on to be voting in the second round. So then they add all those up and it goes through about three rounds of little odd and end stuff that push them up to the top. So basically, you know, if you got enough people writing your name in there, you're going to, you're going to make it, you know? Yeah. So that's how that works. Now let's go to a little bit of history. Um, One time Charlie Rich was on stage and he had just won uh, entertainer of the year before that in 1974 In 1975, they kind of said that he didn't like John Denver, that he wasn't country enough, which kind of blows my mind as you look back on it. You know, John Denver was pretty country in my opinion, but I guess in 1975, that's not what country looked like to the current artist. Kind of like what we talk about, you know? Yeah. So when he finds out that John Denver won it, he reads his name, John Denver's the winner, He pulls out his lighter and sets it on fire on stage. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, bitter much. I know, right? So then another artist named Kathy Matea, she has an AIDS speech. uh, That was around the 1992. And then in 1999, Alan Jackson did one of the most legendary things ever. And we talked about it on the George Jones episode where... uh, George was asked to do a shorter version of Choices. And he said, if I can't do the whole thing, I'll just go home. And that's what he did. And it pissed Alan Jackson off. So in the middle of his song, he stopped and sung George Jones's Choices. Yeah. Yeah, yeah did, we talked you about that. that? During, yeah, during the George Jones. Yeah. yeah so that happened then. Uh, another time, including Alan Jackson, was when uh, 
the Dixie Chicks at the 50th anniversary, they come on stage. And during that time's kind of when they pissed off the whole country when they talked about George George Bush. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Alan Jackson reportedly just got up out of his seat and walked away. You know, his name's repeated a lot during this. <laughs> yes, it is. He he plays a huge part in it. So Ronnie Dunn is the artist with the most CMA award wins. He has won 19 total wins, including for Song of the Year in 2006 for his role as uh, the writer for Believe, the Brooks and Dunn track. Garth Brooks is one more of the coveted Entertainer of the Year, of course, as we've uh, notated that at uh, seven wins. Yeah. Oh, uh, let's see. Where are we at here? Number three, Brooks and Dunn are the most decorated CMA duo with a total of 18 wins. They consecutively won Best Duo from 1992 to 1999, and again from 2001 to 2006. Now, that one year that they lost, guess who they lost to? Mm. Think about it. Year 2000. 2000. Two good old boys from the state of Kentucky. Oh, yeah, the uh, Montgomery Gentry. Yes, and that was so cool to see that. Uh, let's see here. George Strait is the artist with the most wins in the album of the year category. His producer, Tony Brown, is also the same way. Miranda Lambert has been named Female Vocalist of the Year a record-breaking seven times, winning six years in a row from 2010 to 2015. So, Vince Gill, Blake Shelton, George Strait each hold the record for five wins uh, as Male Vocalist of the Year. Vince Gill has won the Song of the Year four times, more than any other artist. So, uh, for the second time in four years, Marin Morris leads the 2019 CMA Awards with six nominations. Um, That was in 2019, so Hmm. pretty cool. So, here's something else really cool. The CMA Award Trophy is supposedly to be designed like a chart bullet, and it is made from crystal imported from Italy, originally made of walnut, a shortage of wood supply, and in 1983 led to its crystal design. The music note that surrounds the bronze medallion on the 15-inch six-pound trophy uh, are the chorus to Will the Circle Be Unbroken? Hmm. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. All right, so I got all that info out of the way. So let's talk about, let's see where we're at. Okay, we got the eligibility out of the way. We got all the history out of the way. 
So I believe that we're ready to start talking about our nominees and also who won last year to bring it up to date, right? Yes. Jordan, do you want to start that? I can, but I don't know who won single of the year last year. Do you have that? No, but if you – let me see here. Because we had one category that was there, and somehow I overlooked it. Yeah. I'll I'll read the nominees for this year. Okay. And then – once we get to the end, you can you know, hopefully okay. have you know, found it by then. Single of the year for 2021 CMA Awards. And your nominees are uh, Famous Friends by Chris Young and Kane Brown. Hell of a View by Eric Church. One Night Standards by Ashley McBride. Starting Over by Chris Stapleton. And... The Good Ones by Gabby Barrett. Okay. Last year's winner was The Bones by Marin Morris. And I like that song a lot. I, I do too. I do too. And, you know, she took a lot of social media bashing when she said what she said about Morgan Wallen. But she is a f- phenomenal singer. I mean... I can see that kind of resting bitch face attitude that she does have, but I mean, you can't beat the talent. That, that was a that was a hell of a song. It was. And it still is. Yeah. Like I still like crank that up. All right. So, who is your prediction for the 2021 single of the year? I'm gonna go with the one of those that I like the most, and that's Mr. Chris Stapleton with "Starting Over." Okay. Would you care to read those one more time? Uh, Famous Friends by Chris Brown or uh, Chris Young and Kane Brown. Uh, Chris Brown. (laughs) (laughs) Him singing country music. That'd be really funny. Yeah. (laughs) And you got The Hell of a View by Eric Church. One Night Standards by Ashley McBride. Starting Over by Chris Stapleton and The Good Ones by Gabby Barrett. All right, this is my prediction. I'm going to go with The Good Ones. Just because I've seen the the charts on her and she I mean she's blowing it up. She is she was also on American Idol. Did you know that? I did not. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. She she had that song and Hope. And, of course, if anybody watches TikTok, they've heard the good ones. Mm. Have you heard it? I've heard it, but I don't, I can't remember it. Okay, we're going to play a little clip of it. Okay. He's one of the good ones. A Yeah, that's where my money's going to be at on that one. Have you heard the song now? Yeah, I've heard that. Okay, yeah. 
So, uh, let's see. Where are we going to go now? Are we going to go to new artists? I think it's what, we're, it's what we talked about. This one is a really, really hard one for me. Because you have Jamie Allen, which he's a phenomenal singer. Then you have Hardy. Are you familiar with Hardy? Just this picture. Okay. All right. <laughs> then you got, and please forgive me if I pronounce this name wrong, Mickey Guyton. Guyton? I think that's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then I know I'm not going to get this other one right. Ingrid Andreas. Andres. Yeah. Andres. Oh, I was close, right? Yeah. Yeah. He was real close. And then Gabby Barrett. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's your prediction? My prediction is going to be Miss Mickey Guyton. Really? Yeah. Would you like to include on why? She's an African-American female country singer. You do not ever see that. They're going to want to promote that. I almost guarantee you she'll win. Jamie Allen's black, too. Jimmy, but yeah. Jimmy. Jimmy, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, there's yeah, Kane Brown, and then there's yeah, Darius Rucker. Yeah. Not to mention, you know, the famous, you know, African American singer. Okay, I'm I'm gonna do this. Okay, I'm gonna go with my number one, but I'm also gonna go with a backup on this one. So mm-hmm. my number one is gonna be Gabby, just because I mean her. Her chart success is, I mean, blows everyone else out of the water. Second is Jimmy. Those are mine. Okay. All right. Now, we're going to go to album, correct? Mm, Yes. Okay. Go ahead, sir. Mm, let me get to it. I'm writing all these down as we go, so I can okay. see. Yeah, I am too. So we can look <laughs> back on that night. Do you want me to read them off? I mean, I can if you you know what it don't matter. Um, album of the year nominees for the 2021 CMA Awards are 29 by Carly Pierce, Dangerous the double album by Mr. Morgan Wallen. Heart by Eric Church, Skeletons by Brothers Osborne, and Starting Over by Chris Stapleton. I feel like maybe you're practicing to do that someday. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because I it's, it's, pre- it's pretty good. Well, it's the only way I can say them and not stutter, so that's why, <laughs> that's why I'm doing okay. it. Okay, <laughs> okay. I got that makes sense. Yeah. So, so who who are you gonna say is gonna win the 2021 um, album of the year? Man, I'm gonna say that. And I've not heard. I've, I've only heard one full. Well, actually, probably two full albums of these, but. I got a feeling I'm just going to go with my guy, Chris uh, Stapleton, because he's Kentucky boy like I am, so that's who I'm going to root for. Okay. I, myself, I heard how 
they were not going to let Morgan actually be nominated for anything. But so many people stood up and they're like, okay, the songwriters on the album, they didn't do anything wrong. So their work should be allowed to get a uh, award. Now, we don't know how these 7,300 people are really going to vote. So I have a first and I have a second. No, I don't. I have one. And that's going to be Morgan Wallen. I don't think they're going to let him win. How could they not, though, with the charts? If they went by the charts. But then again. They're not. This is not. Exactly. This is not a fan voted award show. These are 73 people who are in the music business. You got skin in the game. These votes, correct. Now, country wise, if you was to do who is the countryest out of these, you're going to land on Chris, then you're going to land on Eric Church, first and foremost, those two albums. But I really believe that Morgan Wallen had so much attention on that album that it just wouldn't make sense for it to be anybody else. But I see your your point, though. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that, yeah, Chris is going to win, but... Yeah. Okay, so, I know we said song of the year, but can we, can we jump to event of the year? Do yeah. you want to read that info, please? Okay. Ah. My... I had it and I lost it. <laughs> Hold on, I'm finding it. Uh, all right, here we go. Musical event of the year for the 2021 CMA Awards. Your nominees are By Dirt by Jordan and Davis and Luke Bryan. Chasing After You by Ryan Hurd and <clears throat> Marin Morris. Drunk and I Don't Want to Go Home by L. King and Miranda Lambert. Famous Friends by Chris Young and Kane Brown. And Half of My Hometown with yeah, Kelsey Ballerini featuring Kenny Chesney. All right. What do you think? I think it's going to be Drunk and I Don't Want to Go Home by L. King and Miranda Lambert. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with famous friends. And the reason I picked that is because it seems like that's all I've heard on the radio, you know? Yeah. I've right. heard drunk and I don't wanna go home a lot. Have you really? Because yeah. I haven't. It's not even it's not just on country stations, it's on yeah, you know, yeah, regular stations too. Yeah, that is. Let's play a little bit of that. Okay, okay, yeah, I have heard that. Now, she's, the other chick, uh, Miss King, is not country, right? She's on the other side? 
Uh, well, she does some yeah you know, country stuff. I've actually seen her in concert. Man, that that is a really good pick. I would have to say that that would probably be my second. Like, if it's not Famous Friends, mm. I'm gonna be on boat with you. Do you know who L King's father is? No, and I'm probably gonna know after you say it. Like, I know the person. Is he like super famous? Yeah. Who is he? Mister. <clears throat> Rob Schneider. <laughs> no, it isn't. Funny man, Rob Schneider is her father. Now, didn't <laughs> okay. That's wild, but yeah, that's that's her dad. Wow. Yeah, he's I in every know. Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> he's in all those movies. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so here we go to song of the year. I'm actually uh, when you announce them, I'm gonna play a little clip since it's song of the year. Okay. Uh, all right. The CMA Awards, the 55th annual CMA Awards Song of the Year for 2021, and your nominations are uh, Forever After All, Luke Holmes, Drew Parker, and Robert Wilford. That is a hell of a song. It is. Okay. Hell of a View by Casey uh, uh, Bethert, Eric Church, and Monty Criswell. And the lyrics on that is just phenomenal in itself, too. I mean, how could you not like that? Yeah. All right. One Night Standards by Nicolette Hayford, Shane McAnally, and Ashley McBride. I mean, Ashley doesn't have anything that's bad. Yeah. All right. No, she's a really good singer. Yes. Starting over, Mike Henderson and Chris Stapleton. And I just couldn't think of an award show without him winning Song of the Year with him being the biggest songwriter of all time in country music, in my opinion. Yeah, his his voice is amazing. And I don't honestly, I don't like a lot of Chris Stapleton songs, but I love his voice. I like that song. Hmm. I like it a lot. Okay, The Good Ones by Gabby Barrett, Zach Kale, Emily Landis, and Jim McCormick. That is such a hard category. 
country. It is. It's a tough one. Because every single one of those songs are well-written country songs. Yeah. I mean, who who are you going to go with? I'm going to go with uh, Forever After All. That's by Luke Combs and Drew Parker and Robert Wilford. And that's actually one that we're going to agree on. Oh, yeah? I'm writing that down. (laughs) I'm going to put my second one as the good ones. Okay. I'm going to put my second one as One Night Standards. Okay. I'm going to write that down. Have you ever seen her in concert? I have not. I'd like to. All right. Now, uh, what, where does that put us now? Um, I think we're at music video. Let me flip it over. Yes, music video. Okay. Go ahead whenever you're ready. Music video of the year. CMA Awards 2021, Chasing After You, uh, Ryan Hurd with uh, Marin Morris, Famous Friends by Chris Young and Kane Brown, Gone by Dirks Bentley, Half of My Hometown by Kelsey Ballerini featuring Kenny Chesney, and Younger Me by the Brothers Osborne. Oh, that's hard. What's yours? I'm going to go with uh, Chasing After You. Yeah. Okay, I'm also going to second that. But if it's not that, I'm going to say it's Famous Friends. Do you have a second? Um, no, but I'll go half of my hometown. Okay. And I have to say, I've not seen any of these videos. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've seen the famous friends, and then I've seen the one that we think is going to win it. And those actually uh, have both artists in them, and it looks like a lot went into it. So I would say, you know, one where both artists show up has got a bigger chance than anything because... Their entire team's voting for it. Right. All right. So now, are we at duo or do you want to do? Yeah. I think we're at duo. Okay. The duo, uh, vocal yeah, duo of the year, 55th Annual CMA Awards are uh, Brooks and Dunn, the Brothers Osborne, Dan and Shay, Florida Georgia Line, and Maddie and Tay. All right. Who are you thinking? I'm going to go with our our buddies that we've already covered, Mr. Kicks Brooks and Ronnie Dunn. You think so? No, but I, I don't I don't like Dan and Shay. They look like they're off of a yeah, cartoon box. Oh, oh absolutely. But um, like if Okay, go ahead. And Florida Georgia Lines, yeah, they're good. They're just not country. Yeah, they'll probably win. 
Either them or Brothers Osborne. Actually, Dan and Shay could win, too. I've heard a bunch of people. I've never heard about Maddie and Tay, to be honest. Yeah. So. Okay, so here's my prediction. Okay. And I know I, we may take some criticism over what I'm about to say. But Brother Osborne, okay, one of them came out that he was gay. And I believe that they cannot do this award show without them winning something to show that they stand behind that. Because if not, the team's going to think that it hurt them. I do think that Brother Osborne's good, but I think that they're going to walk away with something. Okay. And, And people could fucking hate me for saying that. But, I mean, we're critics. I mean, this is what we do. Yeah. My first pick is going to be Dan and Shay. Does not mean I'm a fan of them, but I've seen right. the uh, their work this year, and, and everybody's on that train. Yeah. My second one is going to be Brother Osborne. How about? Do you have a second? I was going to go with uh, <clears throat> Brothers Osborne as your second. Yeah. Okay. Now we are at group. The vocal group of the year nominees are Lady A, uh, Little Big Town, Midland, Old Dominion, and the Zach Brown Band. Who do you have? I mean, honestly, I feel like Old Dominion's been around for 67 years. So has Lady A and Little Big Town. Uh, Zach Brown Band's been around for about 20 years. Midland, I don't know who they are. So, I know the guy on Lady A just got a DUI. Um, no, about, no, uh, no, that, that no, was, you, no. Rascal Flats. Oh, that yeah, you're right. You're right. Yes, yes, he did. Flats. Yeah, Joe Don Rooting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna go a little Big Town, and I don't know why, but that's who I'm picking. Okay. I think it's because of the chick with the you know blonde curly hair. I tell you what, man, she I'm kind of stands out. Little Big Town as well, and I, I don't even have a second. I mean, I, I just don't see anybody else being able to top them. All right. Now, since we're getting so close to the top, on the duo, let me find my sheet. We've already done the duo. Yeah, I know, but I was going to say who's last year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I'm going to do it with the closest. Uh, And I don't even have that. So, but we really do need that. I can probably find it real quick. Okay, yeah, Google who won last year's. Duo for the CMAs. Have you got all the other ones? You just don't have the... Uh, yeah. Yeah, I've got everybody else. But that's where I wanted to start at, by saying who won last year. 
Duo was uh, Dan and Shay. So, see, I could see them pulling out a two-year span of that. Okay, now, group, since we've already gave our prediction, last year it was Old Dominion. So yeah. You, you, you were really close on that. All right, so here we are at Mail of the Year. Male mm-hmm. vocalist of the year. Yep. Okay, if you want to read that. Yep. The nominees for male vocalist of the year for the 55th annual CMA Awards are uh, Dirks Bentley, Eric Church, Luke Combs, uh, Thomas Rhett, and Chris uh, Stapleton. Okay. Now, last year. Luke Combs was the winner. Mm-hmm. The only difference in the announce of names is last year they had Keith Urban. This year they replaced Keith Urban with Dirks Bentley. And that's that's the same lineup. Yep. I think it's going to be the same result. Are you calling for Luke Combs? I am. I'm going to do the same thing. All right. Here we are at the Mrs. Female of Vocalist of the Year. Let me get up there too. I had to uh, click off the screen. Okay. The nominees for Female Vocalist of the Year 2021 are uh, uh, Gabby Barrett, uh, Miranda Lambert, Ashley McBride, uh, Marion Morris and Carly Pierce. Okay. Man, I just had that right in front of me. Hang on one second. Because last, last, year? Year, last year's winner mm-hmm. uh, had it right you? in front of me. Marion Morris. Okay. Marion Morris won it last year, and she's also nominated this year. Who do you think is going to take it home? Um, I wrote down Ashley McBride, but I could see Miranda Lambert winning it too. So is she going to be your second? Yeah. All right. My first, there's two people. Gabby is number one. And honestly, it's not because she's pretty. It's not because she's an amazing vocalist. It's because simply of what I have seen with her all over social media, all over the charts, everything. She's my first. The second one, I believe they're going to do something crazy and uh, pick Carly Pierce just because she has a massive team pushing behind her and she hasn't won anything yet. as far as in our predictions. So I had to put her somewhere. So she's going to be my second for that. And, you know, I want to go ahead and go on the record and say she's a phenomenal person. She's a phenomenal singer. And that jackass who married her and then decided to just leave her and break her heart, who is now dating Travis Tritt's daughter, uh, you're a fucking fool, dude, because she's amazing. So, anyways. Well, you don't know what happened. Well, 
It could have been her. I mean, from what I've heard on social media. Yeah, because yeah, Facebook always tells the truth. Yeah, I mean, you just you have to believe everything <laughs> that you hear on the internet. Right, exactly. Yeah. But no joke, like, he is dating Travis Tritt's daughter. And that was Michael Ray. I'm sure you've heard of that guy. Actually, I'm not. I don't know who that is. Well, he only had, like, one little goofy song. And, and you know... I don't know. I'm just going to quit talking about that. So, uh, yours is Ashley McBride and Miranda Lambert as your second. Mine mm-hmm. is Gabby and Carla P as my second. Mm-hmm. Which brings us to the biggest part of the entire night. The big daddy of them all. The big kahuna. You want to rate them? Entertainer of the Year for the 2021 55th Annual CMA Awards are Eric Church, Luke Combs, uh, Miranda Lambert, Chris Stapleton, and Miss Carrie Underwood. Okay. Last year's winner was Eric Church. But before you say it, you have to think what artist has been in the spotlight from the amount of social media, radio, and stuff that you listen to, what's the one artist out of that group that you've heard the most before you really, truly pick the person? I mean, out of what I listen to, it's probably Chris Stapleton, but that's just me. I don't really listen to radio. Um, I mean... Right, right. Okay, so who is going to be your prediction? My prediction is Carrie Underwood. But I'm confused because she's not a nominee for Female Vocalist of the Year, and the rest of them that are nominated for Entertainer of the Year are also nominated for male or female. You know, that does kind of throw me off because she's not nominated for anything else. Right. Not nothing. I think it's rigged for her to get it this year because that's the only thing she's not won. Yeah, I mean, that would make sense because, you know, uh, (laughs) how can you truly be Entertainer of the Year if you don't have a music video or a song or an album that has been nominated? So it's basically saying that you didn't do anything else, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I see that point. So... Who would be your second if it's not Carrie? My second, I'm going to go with Luke Holmes. You know what, man? We are identical on that. And in 2019, when Garth won it, he looked right at Luke and he said, this thing's got your name on it. And I truly believe that it does. Now, here's why I want to break this part of it down. It's not technically rigged if she wins because she has earned it many years before and never got it. But if you technically do something by the book from June 1st, 2020 to, well, July 1st, 2020 to June 30th, 2021, she should have been nominated for something else. I mean, she may not even walk away with it now. Yeah. 
true. But if you were willing to bet money on it, you would say that she's going to win it? I mean, no, I wouldn't I wouldn't put money on it. <laughs> well, if you were putting money on it, who would it be? I wouldn't put money on it. If I had to, it would be her. But I'm just saying. Yeah, exactly, right. if you had to. So, okay, you had an extra 100 bucks, and they said, who would you put this on? You have to put it on somebody out of that category. Who do you think would win? I would say Carrie Underwood. Okay. That's the big that's – that's it. Yeah. All right. Well, I believe we covered everything that we were supposed to. What do you think? I think so, too. I was going to tell you, we got some work to do, though, because uh, out of all these nominees that we read off, we've only covered three of them so far. So <laughs> I know. <laughs> we got some work to do. <laughs> yes. But I like to try to keep it country, you know, yeah. Yeah. as bona fide outlaw country as can be, because – you know, you have some newer artists who are just as outlaw as Johnny Cash was, you know. Yep. So they're not gonna get that, the radio play though, so they're not right. gonna be on the award show. So with that being said, everybody please tune in. Please yep. share this with the people. Uh we would love for our ideas to get out there and something I'd love cool. to be able to buy a bag of chips with you know an advertisement or something. That'd be great. <laughs> right. Uh, but, Coke, something. I mean, you know, yeah, Coca-Cola. You guys can comment on this post and tell us what your predictions are. And uh, we'll be all watching together on Wednesday, November the 10th. And then don't forget, uh, November the 11th is when season two comes out. And we will talk about either how close or how far off we were. Yes, sir. So, and Thanks, and I'm 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 willing to bet that we get at least one right. <laughs> and, and I, would hope say, so. I would say we get Entertainer of the Year right. Well, that's the biggest one that I'm willing to put all my cards on. Yeah. So it's an important anyways, one. That that's all that I have for season one. How about you? That's all I got. I appreciate it, folks. Thank you. Stay healthy. Stay safe. And God bless, and we will see you in a little bit. Enjoy the award show, and enjoy the time off, and get ready and ramped up to join us for an exciting season, too. Right, and if you haven't already, go like us on Facebook, and Mm -hmm. uh, give us a comment. Subscribe to the podcast. Right, And, and send us artists. If you know artists that deserve a little bit of limelight send them our way we'll listen to them we'll Mm -hmm. give you our honest opinion yeah all right man have a good week you too we'll see you see you